welcome to another episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And my name is Sabria. Whoa, why so drab? <laughs> Yummy. Why so low energy? I don't know why. I was really trying, I was trying to be sexy. <laughs> really? I was like, I- you were okay just a few seconds ago, but did something happen in those four no, seconds? No, I was trying to be sexy. I was gripping my the brim of my hat. <laughs> why you got a hat on? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. Is it a fedora? Because that's what I'm picturing. No, it's my um, it's my gym hat. <laughs> All right, cool. The the brim. When you say brim of your hat, I automatically goes to go to the um, <laughs> go to like that Bruno Mars like hat. No, 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 ma'am. The, the the hat he wore when he was singing that song like cause you're amazing <laughs> no I'm, first of all Ima you know how I feel about that why would I own I it I know that's but for some reason you said you grabbed the brim of your hat being sexy <laughs> so I just felt like maybe you weren't being yourself at all I was like come on now don't play with me girl I know me and you both like started the I hate fedora Facebook fan group so I'm just like um like did it I don't Ooh. know why you would be doing it. Yes, my Crocs arrive in a three days. <laughs> Let's celebrate that. Hey, Crocs, if you would like to partner with um, Sabrina and I, we know you're listening, um, just let us know. But yeah, how has your week been? <laughs> my week has been... Actually, my week was well. I saw you. Hey! Hey, girl. Um. Yeah, my week was well, even though today, I just... I was, like, today, I literally was like, these bitches so cranky, getting that hanky. Like, I was... Same. <laughs> Same. You know I've been cranky since... You, you, yeah, you've been cranky since... I'm like, I'm gonna just let her be. I feel like I've been cranky for seven days now. Okay, no, yeah. no. It's been since, like, Friday. I'm like, I can't wait to get my sis back. <laughs> um, yeah. I just... It's just sometimes you're just crabby, you know? You just ha- It's cancer season, ain't it? It's cancer season. It is. And it's like a retrograde situation going on as well, so it's just been a perfect storm for crabbiness. <laughs> it has been. I was, I was like, today, I was so sad. I, like, um... I uh, got in an Uber and it was raining and I was like, it's just one of them days, just one of them days. <laughs> the way I poured me a glass of Hennessy last night and I was like, I do not feel bad for having Hennessy on a Monday night. Like When I saw that, I said, whoa. Yeah, because like, I try to keep it, you know, cute and just have like maybe wine on weeknights. Maybe if I go out, like I'll have like a cocktail, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I, Bring out the Hennessy even, special edition. <laughs> and I don't even drink, so I'm just like here, like, yeah. I don't, yeah! Know, I don't know how you do it. I just don't. <laughs> I hate it. I hate that I feel I'm I feel so <laughs> ignorant. Because when people are sober, I'll be like, how? Yeah, how and I don't do even do it. And I don't um like I can't even call myself a smoker. Like no, I just, you do it every very rarely. Um yeah, I always have some help. That's all I got to say. Is I always have some help from something. I get by with a little help from my friends. <laughs> well, that's good to hear, you know. Let's get into our fave four. Let's just let's, hop right into it. So this week, jump in. it'll be our four favorite um, restaurants in Philly. You know, a lot of y'all will hit us up from time to time and just be like, hey, I'm in Philly. Like, what do I eat? Um, so we decided to just take a moment to celebrate some of our favorite restaurants. And if you live here, you want to visit, make sure you hit up these places. Slurp. Okay. 
Okay. So, no particular order. And I don't want to hear nothing from nobody. I don't want to hear. If you don't agree, Just... if you don't agree, I don't want to hear it. Sorry, it's weird because I can't hear myself. I can, but I'm going to keep going. But you know what you do sometimes? It's this button on the mic that you press in the middle, the, the button for volume. If you okay. Press it, you okay. Yeah, because I'm I had to learn it the hard way. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. All right, okay. so... <laughs> Jumping on in. My favorite restaurants here, I'm going to go with, for my first one, again, no particular order, Charlie was a sinner. Yes. Um, I am, I'm a slut for tapas. Ain't that how white ladies, white women be? I am such a slut for tapas. But that's how I feel. I love like little plates, like stuff like that, even though I hate paying the price for it. Cause you like, you get like this little plate, this little plate, this little plate. Next thing you know, you're spending $63 for yourself. Oh, just me? Uh, oh, yeah, that's a true story. One time I went out by myself, truly with the center, and I spent $63 on myself. It is um, what it is. It is what it is. And your girl was full. And then I went grocery shopping after that. <laughs> That's how our bitch do it. But yeah, so um, Charlie was a center because I, I love, again, small plates. Also, the food's I, delicious. It's delicious. And I love when vegan food, like you go to a vegan restaurant and no shade to mock meats because I love mock meats, period. Um, never going to front on them. They, if nobody else got me, they got me. Um, <laughs> but I love going to vegan places where they have like everything is truly plant based. I I love that too. You know, I like love I it. I love Mock that. Can make my stomach hurt from time to time. Like, Sometimes, I, it's and just... it's the gluten. Everybody know. I really it's the gluten. So I have to like I stop. So I'm like I would say I'm like ninety five percent gluten free, like real life. But um. Cause I don't buy it, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, even the stuff with gluten in it at um, Charlie was the center is still good because it's not like I feel like it's not like processed like stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, quality ingredients. What if um whole time uh it's like uh what's that bread called? That white bread is it Hellman's? No, that's mayonnaise. What's that white bread called? Wonder bread. Um, yeah, it's Wonder bread. they use a Wonder bread. <laughs> um. The next one, Ima probably got this on her list too, and I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to say shout out Dan Dan. Yep. Because it's one because it, that's why I was like, damn, you mean Philly okay. restaurants? Because like okay. if we would have if we would have did restaurants outside of Philly, it definitely would be different. But um Dan Dan, because it's crazy because I mean it's funny because Charlie was a sinner has small plates, but Dan Dan has big ass plates, okay? Mm. Their servings Huge. are huge huge and i'm somebody that i maneuver like a grandma i love leftovers period like i feel like if i go out to eat and i have stuff to bring home that's a good that's like a good joint to me and as an adult that you be looking at it like all right cool i'm gonna have to cook tomorrow for lunch yeah. um I, anything i can do to feel like i get i'm ahead of my meal planning is, yeah. is a good joint yeah, because I last night I went to go out to eat with my dad. I took my dad out to eat um for Father's Day. Um and I had leftovers and I literally had that for lunch and I had for dinner. I mean, I'm a little hungry now because only because I ate a smoothie for breakfast. I mean, a protein smoothie for breakfast and that protein smoothies get you full, but later in the day you be like, Yeah, I did not eat a solid meal and I feel yeah. it. Yep. You be um, like, Oh wow, that got me through and then you'll be fam- <laughs> you'll be famished. Like in yeah, because like, would you think about it? I've only ate twice today. Nah, I think about it. 
I can't do the smoothie replacement of a of a meal. Yeah, like a, I can't do it. I'm not that's there. That's a tough joint. Um, but still, I rise. But anyway, Dan Dan <laughs> is so freaking good. Like they again. That's another thing. Even though they got big ass plates, that's another restaurant that I like to get. Like this here, this here, this here. And again, um, it's great eating there as a vegan because like the only vegan like I guess like quote unquote meat they have is tofu, which is fine for me. Again, I'm a slut for tofu. Love tofu. Down the house down. Um, but yeah, I freaking love um Dan Dan. Like I definitely suggest Asian it. food. Asian is food so fresh and yes. so good. Um, but so I will good. say there's one downtown and there's one in uh, Wayne. Wayne. You gotta go to the if, one in Wayne. Her. If you can't help it, go to the one in Wayne. Like that's exactly. that's a good joint. So the next one again, so I'm gonna be full transparency. Besides Charlie was the center, every restaurant on my list is uh, Asian food, mm-hmm. <laughs> period. Um, really, Asian folks, they know what they're doing with the vegan food. Exactly. So the next one is spring. Um, spring is, um, it's not really like a sit down restaurant. It's like no, a Chinese, it it's not at all. I mean, you could sit, I've sat in here before, but like, why would you? You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> it's like a... Chinese restaurant, like from like first of all, you call there, they get smart with you. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. I'ma still order from there again and again and again. Um, they get smart for you, with you, they rush you off the phone. But the food, when I tell you it hits every time, because they have mock um chicken and this is really crazy, but even before well, I, everybody know, like I stopped eating meat in high school so i've never had um and i never had a uh, chicken and broccoli before mm. like real chicken and broccoli but for some reason well first of all i love broccoli again slut for broccoli um i love broccoli especially broccoli from like chinese stores because it's like i can't it's very crunchy crisp like it's just very good mm. um broccoli from chinese store it really but, is the best you know you you know what i'm talking about so I got, that's actually what I might order, broccoli and rice. But um, yeah, so I, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, I ordered one day, I just, I saw they had mock meat. And I'm like, yo, what the hell? So they have mock chicken and broccoli. You know, I had to get it. When I tell y'all, I've been getting it like religiously for like the past, like, probably like four or five years <laughs> like and she put I, me on and i put iman on and it's so good also they have mock general toast chicken but for me like some mock meats are too realistic and i um like get sick so um <laughs> i've witnessed it <laughs> they yeah so they have mock general toast chicken which is so good that i had my mom and dad eating it, and they was like yo so i get the general toast tofu which is good as well but yeah, it's such good. And I love, cause like I grew up going to like, you know, scuffing around in my old Navy flip-flops, going to the Chinese store, um, being like, let me get, you know, shit fried rice or whatever. And like, I just love that I could still do that as a vegan. Seriously. Especially oh. like, and it's just different. Like, okay, there's a such thing as places like Dan Dan, where it's like kind of like the classy, like Asian food, but then yeah. it's like the hood Chinese stores, yeah. where it's like, you That's know, definitely walking one. here, it's like the glass, <laughs> like you you can't even, like you said, like see them face to face. They don't even and look you in the eyes when you order. It's fine. It's really fine. They, it's you too- ordering your food, they like, yeah, 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 yeah. 
And they, they get your order correct every single time. Period. Um, and also, it's just like different food, but one is like very greasy mm-hmm. and one is very fresh. And like, you know, I'm we're not purists. Like, get them both. Exactly. But they do have like a health food section. I don't know who's buying it. Not I, I do this me. sometimes. I, I will do it I sometimes. Bought it, I bought it. I think I, I got it like a few times, but like, it's not my, it's, let's be clear, not my number one choice. <laughs> um. <laughs> I do it when I had a terrible day of eating, and I'm just like, oh. True. Also, we like last we yeah, last week when I um when my ankle went cleek, <laughs> no everybody else was closed, but who had us spring? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's Period. true. The last one is not in the city, but it's um on the outskirts. It's like in the suburbs. It's Sutau. Ooh, Sutau. yeah. Ooh. When I tell y'all, I cannot believe... We got to go there. Um, mm-hmm. We got to go there soon. Um, we do. Not this weekend, though, because we're going to act a fool. But, uh, <laughs> oh, of course. Of course. We different weekend. Fool. Yeah. But different weekend. Yeah. Sorry. Sidetrack. But we should cut a fool, like, once a, in a, on a weekend. Like, mm-hmm. just... That should be our thing. Like, the weekend, I mean, if we can it. afford it. Just yeah, like, I think that if we can afford it, it should be the goal to act a ass at least once a month in a city that's not ours. Oh, once a month in a city that's all ours. That's if we can afford it. it. If we can afford it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Sutau, not only is it Asian food, it is a buffet. Like, oh, with lo mein. And if you're vegan, you know how hard it is to I get a vegan lo mein. I miss lo mein so freaking much. Like, if I drove, I probably would go to Sutau tomorrow. But <laughs> I love, like, it's all you can eat buffet. When I was a kid, I loved Asian buffets, like Chinese buffets. I freaking loved them. And then when shout out to my good Judy's Peter and Ryan, when they took me to Sutau, I got my freaking life because it's it's small, but it's that experience. Mighty. Like it's small but mighty, and it's that experience that um you had when you was a kid. Like not only that, they got food, they got dessert, like um. It's just everything. Like, and there's some things that are familiar, but there's also like some things you like. Oh, let's try this. That's a perfect buffet. When yes. it's like, yeah, give me the staples. Like, give me fried rice. Give mm-hmm. me, you know, a dumpling. Give me lo mein. But also, give me something I just don't know what it is. I would never order it from a menu because, like, I don't know what it is. And let me try that too. Exactly. And when I tell y'all, like, this is the best. Like, my food. Like, first of all. You know the buffet when your plate like real sloppy, like it just it gives that like yeah. your plate just be like overflowing, sloppy, and it's just like chef's kiss. I wonder like, what they did during the pandemic because it definitely wasn't no buffets buffeting. No, I don't. I wonder what they doing now too. Like if they still open, I hope. Like I really, but I, I can't take them. it. We already I, lost New Harmony. We can't. <laughs> when I tell y'all New Harmony, they had vegan shrimp. They had the best damn vegan food I've ever tasted. And in my life. And the thing is, the reason why it closed down is because they wanted to, you know, just live their life. So you can't even get mad. But it's like, so nothing wrong. Business is booming. Y'all just don't want to do this no more. Also, I'm going to miss seeing, I forgot, I think his name was Lee. I forgot. (laughs) I I mean, Ryan know the owner. But his son, sexy as hell. That man looked good, okay? He He was definitely cute. He was definitely fine, and like they had everything. They had vegan cheesecake. He was they very polite too. Like, 
they was very polite. Like, oh my gosh, I used to go there. Like when I tell y'all, I used to eat till my eyes were water. Mm-hmm. And then some. <laughs> <laughs> and then some. Okay, we went there the day the weekday was closing. Me, oh yeah, me, you probably went there it the weekday. It was, was so sentimental. Like, but every vegan in the city knew they had to get their ass there before shutdown. When I tell y'all that joint was jumping, everybody was there. Yep. It was packed. It was packed. I'm, I don't care that how is, long we got to wait. I had a vegan Vietnamese food in California, and that and New Harmony are like two of the best places I've I've eaten. Mm, like, okay, we I gotta try that other place because that wasn't cop that that wasn't uh California. I don't know why yeah, I thought you were in Colorado. I was like, bitch, when you yeah. go to Colorado. I actually am supposed to be going to Colorado, but I don't know if I'm still going. I got to talk to Brian. Well, I hope you can, because um, I I, I want to go to Colorado, so hopefully one of us can I go. mean, you might as well come with us. This is our concert not happening, so we might as well just go to Colorado for shits and giggles. Okay, <laughs> off, off the mic. Let's, let's you know, let's have the conversation. I think it's time to have the conversation. Um, <laughs> so let's, is that, was that four? That was four. Mm-hmm. All right. So for me, first on my list, the Nile Cafe, black owned vegan cafe. All right. So it's like vegan soul food and it's always good. Like it's always going to be a vegan jerk drumstick. Right. And they got a nerd to put like a little stick in the drumstick. So you that to be like the bone, but it also keeps like the meat and stuff together. When I tell you all this drumstick. I just, like, don't even play with me. I'm ordering separate drumsticks because, like, I know how I'll be getting. Like, they have greens. They have, like, a, a, a vegan um, cornbread. They have a vegan beef patty. Um, and then my very favorite part is that they cook cakes and they make their ice cream Ugh, in-house. So there's shit. always going to be, like, a tiramisu, a vegan strawberry shortcake, a vegan black and white cake, a vegan mocha cake, a vegan cookies and cream. And it's a family-run business. So there are some days where you absolutely say, hi, can I have that snickerdoodle cake? And you get there and it's not there and they just give you another piece of cake. And I'm not, it's not a single cake I don't like. <laughs> it's not one. <laughs> it's not one snickerdoodle flavor. one, jumping. The snickerdoodle one is jumping. But, you know, you just do have to be a little bit more patient because their operations, like they got, I feel like they start jumping real fast. And they are such a small, lean, family-run business. Like you, I, I feel like I see the same, um, the same people working there for the past like three, four years, and that's really rare in a restaurant. But they, yeah, no, that's true. A family-ran situation, and they do not let people from the outside in. And I don't know if they're wrong. But and yeah, one, now cafes in Germantown so good. And one time I had to go. I went up there to like in Germantown to get my eyebrows waxed. Um, wax and I was done my appointment and now cafe still was open when I tell y'all I stood outside and I sat down outside of there and waited till they open it was like a good 30 minutes and I waited until they open period it's that good should. I waited outside and it was hot in the summer again what a mask on <laughs> oh shit I didn't know you had a mask on yeah it was last year damn but again, it's worth it. Oh my God, that reminds me. They do Thanksgiving platters, and I, I was like, Oh yeah, I want to support like them, and you know that way I can have me a real Thanksgiving meal. Because sometimes I just be eating sides for Thanksgiving, and I'm really fine with that. But this was a year where I got their whole like Thanksgiving special, and they had a vegan drumstick. When I tell you, I bit into that joint, and the house shook. It was so crispy. <laughs> I was like, Damn, who fried this? <laughs> No, because when you gave me everybody was like, "Whoa!" When you gave me that stuffing, oh, Oh. Mm -hmm. 
I've been wanting stuffing for years, y'all. Years. It was, it, they had, and then I gave you some of the gravy too, right? Oh, yeah. That was fun, the Thanksgiving swap. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Now Cafe, check it out. Um, Next on the list, Bourbon and Branch. Um, yeah. That's one of our faves. It's also a really great place to go. Um, if you're with people who are not vegan, even though mm. I don't like that, you know, there are some people Her. who just aren't. And <laughs> it does stress me out when I'm with people and I don't know if they like their food or they're complaining about their food. I can't really enjoy my food. And sometimes it's just easier to go somewhere where everybody gets to get what they want. Mm -hmm. And Bourbon and Branch is one of those places where they don't just say, here, an impossible burger. Here, fried cauliflower. Like, there are so many options. You can get vegan chicken and waffle. You can get a vegan deep dish pizza. You can get onion rings, fried pickles with the vegan ranch on the side. You can get anything that pretty much the non-vegan person can get. Like, they have a whole thing of sandwiches. They got vegan cheese fries. Like, they are the fucking truth. Like, they really are the truth. Vegan but please vegan. be careful with that deep dish pizza. <laughs> Oh yeah, we. But that was our fault. Like you know, don't eat the deep dish pizza in in the heat, because me and Sabria ate that shit in the heat, and we felt like two big. I felt like a big walrus when I got up. But we also ate pasta too. Oh yeah, we ate pesto pasta and deep dish pizza in the heat, and we got it. It was like, eh, eh. as we was walking so slow, it was like ninety degrees. It was ninety degrees, and then the first hot day. Like, we yeah. ate it in the sun too. Yeah, I thought a lot of mistakes were made that day. So that's don't make that mistake. You guys do not follow in our <laughs> footsteps. Um, yeah. Next, I said, uh, yeah. Uh, next in Riva, um, this is like this small little Italian place. Uh, it's not to be honest with you, it is not many vegan options. But the shit that they do have is so fresh and so good. Like you can get a vegan pizza without the cheese. You get a pizza without the cheese, and they'll fill it with like sauce and vegetables, mm. and it is so good. I think it's called bruschetta, where it's like the tomato and the bread. So good. Their salad oh is so fresh. Their sangria, amazing. So it's like I would definitely recommend going there if you just want to i guess i just told you but um just keep it on the low you know that's a place you go where you don't want to be in the mix and you don't want to see a lot of people yeah. uh and that's why i just love it that's my place for sure i take everybody there um i don't wanna know <laughs> uh, finally, True Food Eatery. Uh, it's in King of Precious, yes. a little outside of the city. But I love it because it's super fresh. It's like got that farm to table thing going on. And um, it's nice when you can get some staple things. Like they have something called an ancient grains bowl. But their menu changes with the season because they really, really want to like... Uh, get their source their vegetables and stuff locally and have them in season so you're always eating the freshest things the only problem with that is like say you really got a taste for something like they made this strawberry rhubarb crisp one time yes I've that's what it was her. i've been wanting that and it's been gone right now they got like a vegan cookie with ice cream really really good like a whole it's like a paleo type of cookie but it's really good and it's naturally sweet but I've been mm -hmm. in that rhubarb situation. Yes, Ema, I remember because I don't like rhubarb. But I ate that and something clicked. I like rhubarb and stuff, but I've never had a piece of rhubarb by itself. <laughs> that clicked for me. 
that yeah. also i just want to go there again period like i was talking to my dad about it last night because we went to somewhere that's similar another one honorable mention i feel like we both can agree yep. front street cafe love it get which that is a, solid it, i i didn't get it last night i was on some other type time but i will definitely <laughs> get it next time but <laughs> but um yeah it's like farm to table type situation yeah um, front street cafe is the truth and true food is like that and like i miss true food like i Again, if we wasn't going buck wild this weekend, uh, um, we'll go there tomorrow. And it was, it was, it's really beautiful in there too. Like it's just very beautiful. Picture in there, eating yeah. in a really clean, fresh, futuristic garden greenhouse thing. Like just picture eating somewhere where it's just like all these broad windows. It's like you just feel superior eating there. And again, not to make it not to make things about like, you know, having your nose in the air, but it just feels good sometimes to go in a restaurant where the ambiance is like on point. So that's the one. So hit the Kanger Pressure Mall up if you're not from here. Huge mall. Ow. And then go to Tree Food Eatery. Like Exactly. And you can make a reservation. You don't even have to wait. Mm-hmm. So yeah, guys, those are our favorite foods, or sorry, favorite restaurants um in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. That is, next time we'll have to open it up. But I'm be honest, I don't feel like I've been to enough places um in different cities, and you also know what I do. I go please places, and then I don't remember. Oh like, where yeah. I went. Also, that's the problem. Me, like I'm very easy going, but when it comes, also when it comes to like eating out, if we go places, I am going to make sure I go somewhere that is not at home. Like I am very hell bit on that. We're not. If I'm in um Utah, I'm not going to Chipotle. Yeah, or I'm not going there. Like, period. We're gonna go somewhere else. Like, I want to try. Like, I'm very hell bent like that. Also, that's why I like being around other vegans going places too, because. I, again, I don't like catching attitudes and stuff, but if I go somewhere and I'm going somewhere like outside of my home and it's not, it's not nobody's birthday or anything like that. And we're not going somewhere that's like vegan or have good vegan food. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be mad. Yeah. And also like, I just need people around me that's going to remember where we went because yeah. I don't Yeah. I don't Cause know. it's somewhere that I just, bo- no, it was some, I think it was the popsicles. You didn't remember. But I'm like, Iman, you like those popsicles. Like, like, I, I never had that in my life. <laughs> <laughs> that, that freaked me out. So I felt like you weren't you. <laughs> And to be honest, I'm not me. I just don't know what I ate. I hate that. It's so annoying. So mm-hmm. annoying. Remember, like, there'll be certain streets. you like, yeah, we were here. I'm like, when were we here? Yeah, like, I remember where your trunk party was at. Yeah, the other day, she's like, yeah, I don't know if y'all know, trunk party is where black people throw their kids right before they go to um college. It's just pretty much an opportunity for everybody to get what's on the registry and say their last goodbyes before a person head off to college. And my trunk party was at this weird-ass location. I don't know where my mom even found the venue at. It's, like, in the middle of North Philly somewhere. And Sabria and my cousin Kiki was like, that's where your trunk party was at. I'm like, first of all, somebody could kidnap me in the basement of that venue, and I would not know where I was at. <laughs> I wouldn't be like, Mom, like, come get me. I'm at the place I have my trunk party. I'm like, I don't know where I'm at. Love that about myself. I'm always clueless about <laughs> where I'm at. Um, all right. So let's get into toast for a sis. This week, we're toasting to Sha'Carri Richardson. Yes. Not, say her name right, because she 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 be correcting people as she exactly. should. And I know how should. to, I mean, we both know how to feel. <laughs> Please. Don't you, I man? Please, <laughs> please, ain't that right, Sabrina? <laughs> 
So if you are on the internet, you probably saw the beautiful victory. Um, you saw Shakari with her long nails, her orange hair, her lashes, just uh, dusting people, dusting people on the uh, track. And she's going to be going to the Olympics in Tokyo, representing the United States. She has been pursuing, like, uh, wanting to be a professional athlete for a long time. Like, she left, I think it was Louisiana State, to pursue being a full-time, like, athlete. So this girl works her ass off. Um, and she recently, the, the world knows her name after this weekend because she was she was running. Mm-hmm. But what got me was one, just her energy, but two, knowing, learning that she recently lost her biological mother. Um, and she continued to push and just being bold, you know, brave enough to admit that. And she was saying that without her family, she's nothing. And she just, you know, immediately ran to her and collapsed in her grandma's arms, which I'm like... I was crying so hard seeing her like just go straight to her grandma because I just understand um, people who who just need to be like, I need to go to my, see my grandma like mm-hmm. that. It was just so clear how much like she loved her. That was so beautiful. And I love her, how loud she is. Um, just like how like and just like look at like her presence is just like y'all going to see me. Yeah. And I'm not playing either. Also, um, I was reading that her hair represents her mood, <laughs> I love which it. I love. I love, I love. She said that uh, she was inspired by her uh, her girlfriend who chose the color because it's loud and dangerous. So I'm like, that's just amazing to me that like she's just like, I'm going to be extra. And it's definitely given like baby Flojo, which I saw her. Um, I saw her give like a big shout out to uh, Flojo. Um on her social media. Yeah, because um people was like, I forgot, like uh, I guess acted shocked by her presence and she like, no, baby, I'm inspired. Yeah, like come on. I, I don't know if you had this in school, but like it would be like all the um for like Black History Month, they would put up like all these people. Sometimes some teachers kept it around all year round. It would be like uh Malcolm X, uh Martin Luther King. Yeah, uh, we yep, we did all yep. the iconic like people from like the early sixties to eighties. And I always remember seeing like uh the picture of Flojo. And being like, yo, she is so pretty. She's so bomb. Why don't all athletes, like, girl (laughs) athletes look like this? Because I feel like if more girl athletes looked that girly, I might have been interested in playing sports. Yeah, no, same. Especially, like, if I saw, especially me, somebody that always wear my nails long and have my nails that if I saw Shakari, like, I would have been like, nope, I can do this. Like, I can, there's nothing stopping me. I felt like I was pretending to be somebody I wasn't when I was playing basketball. One of many reasons I was terrible at it. But I'm just saying, like, if I actually understood that I could have showed up girly and that would have probably just made it, it could have made it more enjoyable for me. I could have maybe been interested in it. Yeah, because you didn't feel like you had to be one way or like you had to give up like your um, hyper femininity. (laughs) Sorry. I was thinking about the outfits I was wearing. I'm like, oh God, great. Another Adidas tracksuit. (laughs) I will be just wearing Puma tracksuits, Puma sweatsuits, sweatsuits every day. If I'm going to be on the basketball team, I have to play the part. I know what Sanaa Lathan look like in love and basketball. And she did not wear Argyle sweaters, so I can't do it. And I'm like, that's where I... As soon as I quit the basketball team, I was wearing florals. 
Yeah, because it's like you can like, but I like the fact that she's letting people know that you can do it your way. You can do it your way, and that's just uh, a lesson that we all can benefit from learning. So, one hundred percent rooting for her, and um, and like the post said, you got to cheer for all loud vibrant black girls with orange hair regardless of if they have a medal or not like Period. that just means when you're in the supermarket and you see a girl that looks like Shakari, like i feel like a lot of people just automatically assume something of her or like you know decide that she's not going to be any greater than xyz it's like all right yeah don't just love her though make sure you love that loud black girl in your life mm-hmm. exactly shouts to her forever um let's get into this tea time uh, it's always so funny because we're like Black Girl Brunch is no longer a platform to gossip and we like guess who got divorced <laughs> but yeah we're just gonna have a messy moment you're gonna have a messy moment also because like if I feel like this is where like our age starts to show Carmelo Anthony and Lala were kind of that couple growing up yes, like everybody they, they were very much couple goals for a lot of people including yes. me um, I really used to love uh, that her reality show I loved Lala I loved her cousin I loved like oh, I remember that. Oh, I loved it. And I used to like um learning like it was so high intensity when like Carmelo had to move to a different team. Like yes. he made switch from wherever he was to the Nuggets to like the Knicks. Like and I don't even know nothing about sports, but this is what I knew because Lala, it affected her. And that's why I cared. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. Her her son was so young on that show. Yeah, he was baby. He was a baby, but um, yeah, I think that it's safe to say that like Lala is one of the people who inspired me to want to do on air work. Mm-hmm. So I um, just from how calm and cool her demeanor. Yeah, was, as I say again, she's somebody who did things that she did it her way. She did things her way, and we needed to see that you didn't have to be like overly excited to get opportunities on air. She just was really. You know, yeah, yeah. she's you a blueprint. Like, come on now, come on down. That's your girl. Like, you don't gotta be like that. So, um, it was like this her girl coming with the two one three. That'll be me. <laughs> Look, her and Carmella Anthony. Just, <laughs> that's the bottom line. Like, I just really <laughs> love them. Um, yeah. So, I always thought he was one of the good ones. I'm until- sorry. <laughs> Don't you laugh? You still laughing at what you said? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You really was in the zone. Because <laughs> I hate shit like that. <laughs> Me too. I hate when a girl come with her collar pop and be like, hey, yo, this your girl. Uh, I'm about to say Lily, but I'm like, no. <laughs> It's and always the girls picking up again, and I come in here and I'm hitting you with the one, two, three. <laughs> Everybody back at it live. You're like, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah, that makes me feel like I can't do one at work, actually. <laughs> I love how calm Lala was on TRL. She's like, all right, so coming up next. <laughs> Sometimes that's just how you want to talk. Carson Daly gets to do it. Why can't, why can't, like, black women just ever just calm down? <laughs> Or I feel like if black women weren't like, it's your girl. (laughs) They were like, hello, welcome in. My name is Melanie Ambrose and I'm here on 60 Minutes. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to talk about murder. It's like, I don't know. I don't identify with that either. But Lala, she was in the streets, but she also was always, you know, 
kind of with the pop culture thing. Exactly. I feel like people don't. I feel like they, people don't give her her tens. They definitely don't. They really don't. She been in movies. She been in shows. She's just a pop, and she's really relevant in pop culture to to this day. Like I really don't. First think of all, anybody that was in You Got Served got my respect. Period. <laughs> And she hosted the the reunion for the Flavor of Love. Remember when she got she had to get one of them together because they almost hit her buck wild. She, oh, like, yeah. she said, "I ain't been nothing but respectful to all of y'all." <laughs> I was so scared. I'm like, she was gonna beat buck wild ass. Yeah, because she don't for do throwing that shoe. Yeah, she said, exactly. "I'm on the stage as well." So, so yeah, respect, respect Lala again. Anybody that to me, that's my Marines. Anybody that was in you got her, <laughs> mad okay. respect. <laughs> but um, back to her and Carmelo Anthony because we're like we're definitely. Oh, uh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, it's y'all. Okay, I, a lot of appreciation moment is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Carmelo Anthony, he has been exposed for being um a freak. Yes, uh, and you know it's all been alleged, but we all know the story. So a it's nasty alleged that he, bitch. he fathered a child. Um, and she seems as though she forgave him because she posted a picture and was like, "You try that shit again, you're gonna lose your wife." <laughs> and we, I think we said something about that, like, "Ooh, yeah, we did, we did." Yourself, you know, um, but yeah, whatever. That's what she chose to say. And guess what? That stands to be the truth because it's alleging that he tried it again. That he father, he had a secret family with this woman and across the pond, across the pond, across the pond, pussy. And, oh wow! Uh, in <laughs> London Town, um, he had not one but two babies. Um, that's this is all still alleged. But the the woman Allegedly. who alleged was saying that he wanted to keep them a secret, and apparently they said a celebrity, another celebrity, found out the scoop. Um, mm-hmm. you ain't gonna pay, you ain't gonna tell me that celebrity and Chris Jenner or Kim Kardashian, but yeah. it is. What I feel it like is. they always got tea. I feel like Kim like definitely got some like private investigators on like speed dial. You're not gonna tell me no different. I feel like she yeah. definitely is heavy into the private investigation, and but that like, I agree with. Carmelo Anthony, he looks sneaky to me. Yeah, like, as I've he looks older. very sneaky, and I like. Also, I don't. Re- I think I heard. I don't really remember what his voice sound like. Um, but he always looking like, like y'all know when Drake was like, I gotta watch my back because I'm not just anybody. Like he remind me of that. That's like, the appeal. And that's when the damn know? appeal. That's the appeal. And I feel, I felt real attacked with Carmella Anthony because like, yeah, yeah. honestly, guys like that be having a hold on me. Mm. And so it's just like real, them big sneaky niggas. Like, oh, we just want to jump on their neck sometimes because it's like, why are you so fucking sneaky? Why are you so sneaky? And it's just like, if you get that vibe from a guy, and yes, I am basing this on personal experience and Carmelo Anthony. Yes, Speaking I am. shit, sis. Sorry, I just feel like I heard a gunshot. Um, you sure have a gunshot? I still feel like I hear it. Um, I hate to be mean, but if it is a gunshot, it ain't nothing I can do. <laughs> it's not, so... I, it, might, it really might have been, because I, I definitely heard the kickback. You know, like, when you hear, like, a gunshot. Yeah, another ghetto boom, show. Boom. People shooting, I'm taking my braids out. I know, and I'm like <laughs> telling you the clear differences. Like, this is how I know. I hope everybody's safe out there. Um, um, child, anyway, yeah. So, with the Carmelo Anthony thing, like, I just guys like that really do trigger me big and sneaky and sly, big, real sneaky, sly. sly, real sly. Um, but I'm happy, uh, Lala pulled the plug. And they're they're doing what they gotta do for their kid because it was just a a little picture of them both at 
Cayenne's basketball game. And that's what's most important is that a 14-year-old child doesn't doesn't feel it. Because unfortunately, mm-hmm. people can be shitty partners, but really great parents. Yeah. Um, By people, it's probably men. But no, majority. Um, a lot of, yeah, most of the time. But yeah, I, I can't speak for anything else because that's all I'll be knowing is like a lot of men dropping the ball as yeah. far as being partners but they be showing up and being superman for their kids and it's mm. like oh okay well at least you're loyal to somebody right mm. she tried i want to know what's next uh for lala though um romance wise because all right i'm not even gonna lie it is hard to go from a guy even if they're sneaky somebody mm. that's super cool and chill and at least not publicly out there, you know, not publicly always in the mix, smiling in the camera, because a lot of these niggas be shucking and jiving, showing all their teeth. Mm. It's very hard to go from a cool <laughs> nigga to the rest of these guys. <laughs> it was some post that was like, remember when everybody was like, black boy joy, I hated that. I hated seeing y'all niggas happy. I'm like, <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> and sometimes I feel like that. <laughs> it's just like, I really don't like people who, I don't That's like men who get on the internet. Shucking, <laughs> That's jiving, just... shucking, oh, shucking, jiving. I hate men who get on the internet, but hey, y'all, so I'm like, what are you doing? They're like, yo, wish, they're like, it's your boy, I'm going to meet you with the one, two, three, yeah, nigga. Like, I just like, is it possible? <laughs> them, that's, only... a, that's a couple. <laughs> yeah, it's your girl and it's your boy. <laughs> I hate it. It's your boy. It's your girl ass couple. <laughs> and you know how they always got their hands when they talk. Don't their hands me. be given. Ah-ha-ha. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I hate that. I hate of. I'm making a public announcement at head ass nigga. Yeah, I'm just like, and also for some reason, they always get the on air jobs now. It's like, what happened to like us giving opportunities to people like Lala? It's your boy DJ Dirty Dog coming at you with the one, two, They always coming at you. They always coming at you. Stay where you at. Stay where you at, brother. They but it's your girl Foxy, and I'm coming at you live with the. (laughs) Coming at you live, making it slide. Y'all know how I ride. It's your girl, Chloe, and I got the volume on 25. It's like, damn, you loud as shit. Yeah, I don't like that. It's your girl, it's your boy. Nah. Keep it away. Okay, I guess it wasn't gunshots. I hear people outside laughing now, so good good join. Good join. Everybody's good. Everybody's good for now. Um, So let's get into Trina versus Eve. Um, So I've watched... Uh, Trina versus Eve on I um, mean with my mom um can somebody tell me how you put verses on your TV as far as the coolest thing I did was put it on my MacBook I did not know how to put it on the TV if anybody I have a Roku TV if that makes a difference somebody let me know how I get verses on my TV I have Apple I have also have Apple music I know um sometimes they show it on verses so I don't know Apple TV I don't know somebody let me know Anyway, I watched the verses. It was the most I never like watched a whole verses like through. I usually like Ema say I watch the clips, highlights. Um, but this one I watched the whole thing and it was so fun. I really felt like it was a party. Like I felt like me at the party. Like you know how Kim used to be. Like, <laughs> like that's how I felt like me. <laughs> like I felt like that watching <laughs> I felt like that watching it. Like I was definitely getting my life. Um everybody know I'm a hardcore Trina fan. Love Eve though. Definitely have to show respect for her because 
she is um, from Philly, but I don't really know a lot of her songs like that. Um, but everybody know like I am down like Trina down her her fan, and she delivered. They both delivered. It was so because they wasn't in the same room. Because Eve lives in, I th she has a London residency, I believe. Like she lived because I think her husband is English, so she's over in. Yeah, he is English. Yeah, so there she's Max over a million. <laughs> Max a fucking million. Um, good for her. Shout out to her for that. But um, <laughs> she know what she did. Period. Um. But yeah, she uh was over in London and they still can't travel. Um, but she did the damn thing from over there, okay? It was one AM oh, she still gave, okay? Mm. Like, let's shout out to her for that. Because of the time difference. And but she was like, Oh, I wish I was over there with y'all. Like, that was the one of the best verses because I felt like it was no animosity. Like for me, that was because I didn't watch the other ones. Um, but the one that I saw, like, first of all, the Gucci Man and Young Jeezy one had me on the edge of my seat. No, um, that was scary. Monica and Brandy was weird. Um, but they shouldn't have even had it. They shouldn't have had it. Um, but this one was just so like I just loved it. Like it was so freaking fun. And it also reminded me when I was um like when I was a preteen and a teenager, like all the stuff, the stuff that was coming out, like, oh my gosh, like Matrina did five star chick because uh, Nicki Minaj, it was Trina and Nicki Minaj um, oh, five yeah. star chick. When that song came out, when I tell y'all I lost my freaking coconuts, like, <laughs> I can't even explain to you the feeling. Like, I felt like my soul left my body. I'm like, yeah, first I of all, you being excited because I'm like, first of all, Nicki Minaj and Trina on the same song. Can you believe it? Like, it was just crazy for me. Also, they did five star chicks. No. Yeah. Five star shit. Cause they both was on it. Um, yeah. Wait, um, no, it's uh, My Chick Bad. My Chick Bad. That's what it is. Five Star Chick. Sorry, I just was talking about Five Star Chick. My Chick Bad. But they did that, and I was like, I freaking love this. Because first of all, I love women, and I love women who rap, and I love when women come together. And yeah. I'm just like, they did like i just love that but they also just had so much respect for each other and like trina is always showing love to the girls that make music like i love that so much it was just such a positive experience it made me excited to get older i'm like because these bitches look good they both look um, fine they look so good both of them equally like damn like they just beautiful so, as women very like, i'm beautiful. just thinking about it like both of them and i'm like both of them are like women growing up that i wanted to look like like yeah. i wanted to look like both eve and trina at yeah. different points and at the same time in my life like they're so gorgeous mm -hmm. and like you said just to see them still being um just still looking good, still doing their thing and still having respect because I feel like there are some people that were big during our time that like maybe the younger like Gen Zers don't really, you know, know. Yeah. But they know Trina. <laughs> they know yeah. Trina and they know Eve. They know the baddest. Um, but yeah, I just loved it so much. Like, and I just feel like they did the damn thing. They did. It was fun. I'm so happy you got a chance to watch it. Like, I didn't catch it. I was out somewhere. I think I was actually out with um my friend Jameer and shout to Jameer and Tori. We were eating, and I think somebody said, like, oh, man, we missing this and the other. But, like, you know, when you were at dinner, it's like, damn, we just kind of going to miss it. But I really do love both of them. Uh, The thing is, like you said, mutual respect. Trina and Eve are both two 
people where you you knew not to kind of play with them like respect mm-hmm. is a huge thing and they give it so when they don't get it they they definitely snap so i'm like the fact that they both can be on the same stage like i know that their genres don't overlap but how they kind of both like very much 10 toes down sturdy uh mm-hmm. for the most part uh type of people so i really i i think it was uh it was good that they ended up meshing after all, even though I didn't get it. It's just like personality wise, probably was a lot of celebration. Yeah, it definitely was. Did you say it was the best verses to you? Yeah, it was. Wow. Love it. It was definitely the best verses to me. At first I didn't know how it was going to pan out, but I forgot like, cause I'm like, I'm forgetting like how Eve was like when I was a kid. But then when she started like, yo, I'm like, yo, she, there she go. There she, she from go. Philly. She's from Philly. Like, I feel like if you ever want to know the Philly girl attitude, look at Eve. Like, that's really it. It's just like, you know, stay cute, stay tough, and that's it. Like, stay cute and stay tough. <laughs> Period. I mean, what else are you going to do? Nothing else. Um, Let's get on to it. Let's move on. Let's move on and talk about Zendaya posting the Euphoria season two teaser. First of all, I cannot believe we're only on season two of Euphoria. I, I feel, feel like, like... <laughs> God, I feel like that show has impacted my life so much. It's so hard to believe that it was only through one season. Like that was just such a well done unique show there's so Mm -hmm. many shows about like wow high school kids but i feel like this is the first one who has gotten it right in a long time yeah yeah, people really be portraying high school in ways that just are are just i I mean obviously this this show was like hyper realistic but they be portraying high school in a way that i'm not interested in as an adult but something about euphoria just got me hooked because and it was just talking about so many other bigger issues um it goes there yeah, it's, it like if, it's like if Degrassi could have been on HBO. Literally. Literally what it is. And I miss it so much. Um, So it's nice to know that the second season is on its way. Although the clip revealed absolutely nothing. So it was just uh, pretty much Rue. It was 30 seconds um, and it was no noise. It was just uh, Rue standing in the school hallway looking crazy. A bunch of like uh, classmates are passing. And then as soon as Rue sees um, Jules, she starts to like grin. And it's the type of grin where you don't know if it's good or bad. Scary. It's that type of grin where it's like, I don't know if this is a good thing that you're about to do. Or if it's going to be really, really, like, you know, potentially harmful for you. But I'm tired of them, period. Yeah, honestly, I'm tired of them, too. Like, I'm really in it for, uh, I, n- I hate to say it, I hope I don't sound ridiculous, that white, uh, the white friend, the guy that be selling um, rude drugs. What, he look good? Yeah, what's what's his friend name? Uh, What's the friend name that sell drugs? The um, white boy. I forgot. He give Mac Miller. He do. I was about to call him Rudy. That's not his, his name. His real name is Angus Cloud. Yeah, yes. Cloud. That's such a beautiful last name. Yeah, Angus, like, if your name is going to be Angus, the last name has to be something like Cloud. Yeah, not Dingus. Angus Dingus. Yeah, and it can't be, like, Angus Blood or something, like, real intense. Like, your last name can't be intense. Angus That's like Blood? The, yeah. It can't yeah. be anything like that. Like, it can't be, like, Angus Slaughter. Yeah. 
I knew this girl who last name was Slaughter. Me too. I was I, one of my best friends last there's name. There's a lot of people whose last name is Slaughter. Like I've, I've heard of that, but this girl was kind of mean. And I'm like, you would think if your last name was Slaughter, you'd be trying to be nice. Yeah, right? That's if my I, last name was Slaughter, I would rock out with it. Oh my God. You understand? I see. I would be so embarrassed about it. Sorry if your last name's Slaughter. <laughs> but um, I just have a real sensitivity towards certain names and the, the role it plays in your identity. <laughs> and I felt like I would be combating that I'm not a slaughterer my whole life. <laughs> you <laughs> I, like I would spend my whole life trying to prove to people I was the opposite of a slaughterer. Yeah, bro. You just think it's too hard. Um, names mean a lot to me that's all i got to say <laughs> yeah bro. and thank god my parents chose right <laughs> yeah i'm so although i don't like my last name but we'll we we'll get into that another time <laughs> but yeah I'm, I'm happy for it to come back i really want to know what happens to crazy ass nate and most importantly what's going to happen to his dad he needs to be punished like they both need to be shot yeah i feel like nate is n- not human they, he was so scary. Oh my and God. And Maddie needs to get away from him. Like they are so damn toxic together. They are a terrible couple. That's like my least. Oh my gosh. Imagine third wheeling with them. Oh my God. Oh, a nightmare. I just wouldn't do it. <laughs> you know how something you can't even ma- imagine. Cause you're like, I but imagine be- if you don't know, like say you meet them, like you do know who they are go- immediately. But though. I'm saying what, by looking at them. Yeah, yes. You like, I'm but sorry, say when- you just like, you're like, Oh, like you with a friend of a friend and they just show up i know who they are i know who they are immediately and you gotta put space when you start seeing like the um (laughs) real tall boy with like you know that brow bone and you start seeing the girl the short girl with the pouty face you start seeing them together they're not going to be cool it's just what it is you have to get going no it's very true it's just it's historically speaking they're not going to be cool. So you just got to put all. space between y'all. So I, I just, but no, I can imagine if somebody didn't see what was coming, third willing with them would be so chaotic. And would you wouldn't know like, what to say. Oh my. You'd be like, he spit on her at a diner. You'd be like, what? And she rolled her eyes back and kissed him on the cheek afterwards. <laughs> You're like, we were at a diner. <laughs> what were you doing? You were like, eating my fries. <laughs> you're supposed to do and trying not to look them in the eyes because like it seemed like you look in the eyes they're like what the fuck are you looking at yeah you like, like you just made a spectacle what do you mean what i'm looking at like i'm looking at the mean? show i'm looking at the show you're putting on they the type of couple where i would just be looking at my phone on pinterest like, oh that's nice yes oh my god <laughs> yes they said <laughs> i'm like oh wait how i say you this? know i do that yes <laughs> Yo, is Sabrina get uncomfortable? She gonna act just like that shit ain't happening. <laughs> and that makes me even more uncomfortable because I'm like, she's ignoring it and I'm grinning. And it's just like, <laughs> what are we supposed to do? Yeah, I'm be like, I'm like, uh, so did you hear the one about the bull in the china shop? I'm, I'm like, this is not happening. This is not happening. This is not happening. Yeah, I could never be around a couple like that just because I don't know how to act when, you know, things get awkward. I don't know what to do with my exactly. face. And then I feel like she decided to say some shit like, help me, help me. And you be like, what? And then and you help her. She be like, don't touch my boyfriend. You be like, yeah. What? <laughs> what? What? No, no, I cannot. She's like, you don't get it. I'm like, you're right. I don't. <laughs> fuck out of here. I don't you're get like, it. Let me just call my Uber and get out of here. 
I'm tired of jewels twirling around. It's like me too. Girl. Like I think did we say this on the podcast before, or did we talk amongst ourselves? Like I think we did just, say it. Too free spirited. Like I just <laughs> with people that free spirited, like I just cannot deal with it because I'm like, yeah, you, it's not realistic. Exactly, and I feel like they would leave me with like I feel like they would leave me with the bill. Like I'd be like, you left me, <laughs> you left me at a diner with a two hundred dollar bill. <laughs> they was like, I'm. I just didn't think about it. It's like, what you mean you ain't think about this or, shit? They would just be like, just go with it. Or like, I feel like that's I'm the like, time I'm where black. you just don't. You, you don't like, go I on, am black. I'm African American. You. That's like one of those um, friends you don't go on a trip with at because all. you know for a fact they like let's hang on the highest point of this cliff and like you know be naked and i'm like are you fucking nuts about doing it <laughs> but or they be the type of like person that like say you somewhere like you like at a resort in mexico or something and they start a fight at the bar but they are they just like then they start dancing and be like oh yeah you were like what the hell or they be like let's go off the resort like i heard of this remote i'm like Mm-mm. now i'm gonna cut i'm gonna stop you right there <laughs> I love, I love staying in well-lit areas, so it's a no for me. Yeah, I, I don't like people, free, too free-spirited. You know that's the same person that put their toes on your dashboard, too. Yes, that's why I don't like that. And they somebody that, like, always go somewhere they don't have money, and they leave you with the... Because, like, that's something, like, that happened to me when I lived in Europe. We all in an Uber, and um, I ended up... Nobody wanted to pay... This is when Ubers, like, first came out. And nobody wanted to, everybody was acting like him and hauling. And I ended up paying <laughs> for everybody in the Uber. And everybody's free-spirited free ass got up. I got in front of that um, bar and I started going crazy. Yeah, because it's like, how I was yelling at everybody. You want free-spirit yourself right into an ass whipping. You know, we was nobody. That, maybe that's I, what you And I was like, mind you. I'm like, oh, y'all don't have no money? Everybody's going to have a terrible night. I'm going to make sure everybody's night is terrible and i Ooh. did i got out the i got out the uber and i started screaming at everybody <laughs> that everybody started fighting i didn't care <laughs> no i'm not a fan of free spirits i'm gonna no, keep it at I'm all keep it i am not you. free spirited at all i don't like it because you know where free spirit gets you you don't want to know oh i was about to say that <laughs> no 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 i'm gonna say um according no. to id channel the ID channel. No, so the, I think that that's how you can tell. Like, no such thing as a free spirited person who watches the ID channel because that'll eliminate any curiosity you have about the unknown. It's like, let me stick to what I know. Period. That's it. I'm going to stick to what I know. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, that's funny. Um, let's <laughs> move on to this. Is just this really hurt my feelings for some reason. But Usher said, um, T Pain said that he was depressed for four years after Usher told him he fucked up music. Okay. Who so the hell are you to yeah, say that? Yeah. Like just because nobody wanted to watch those. Never mind. So, because <laughs> I was about to start insulting Usher and I really do like him. So like, let me just, let me take a moment. Um, So T-Pain, everybody know he started with the auto tune. And mm-hmm. I guess this was our generation's moment to just get under our older people's nerves because I can hear, I just never understood why it was such a big deal. That but my thing is old niggas was listening to, it's like candy And like, computer love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was not that, that nigga voice. Computer love literally was computerized. So I just don't understand why everybody was making it like T-Pain. Like, 
was the first person to experiment and be successful experimenting with music. It was like I guess the impact that he had. Like he definitely yeah. I don't get it. Like the y'all look industry. that what's that like a song about? Like niggas was grown ass <laughs> men, robotic ass dudes. grown <laughs> as men with shimmy in their shoulders, high off coke today. <laughs> Sheila E and them, like they was doing all that like experimental, experimental stuff. Like I just don't understand why everybody made such a big deal when T Pain was doing it. Um, but anyway, he said that there was a conversation he had with Usher back in 2013, and it, it spiraled his depression. Now, like many things, like sometimes people can just say one thing, and you don't know that it caused your like spiral or that you internalized it until you unpack it years later, mm-hmm. like years later. Um, but he said that Usher was like, "I want to tell you something, man. Um, you kind of fucked up music." And first T-Pain thought it was a joke, but then he was saying, yeah, man, you really fucked up music for real, um, for real singers. Look what you're doing. Um, and he was like, what did I do? I came out and I used auto tune. He was saying, I didn't make everyone else use it. But if you ask me, Usher probably was just mad because his label was on his ass because he wasn't doing confessions numbers. And he was like, who can I bully? And he looked at T-Pain and he said, that guy. No, I agree. Because I'm sorry, if you look at Usher's 2013 era, like he had some bops or whatever, but it definitely wasn't, you know, let it burn. After the Confessions album, he hasn't given us anything of that like caliber, and I still appreciate what he's given us. Blah blah blah. Like I said, I am definitely a Usher fan. Oh, but no, no. that just is corny to me to tell somebody something like that. Um, but and- my thing is, niggas slip and slide with Michael Jackson one time, and now they mm-hmm. be in the music. <laughs> exactly, and he really was slipping and sliding with this man. Yeah, and also it's just another example of how you can do something. That is very impactful, and every you can you can cause waves of change like T Pain did with the auto you know I would say autopilot, but you know what I mean the auto tune with his voice. Sure. He had everybody else doing it the whole time. He was depressed about if he was even kind of meant to be where he was, no. and I'm like, this is why you shouldn't you know internalize things if you can help it because you could have a huge impact in people by you know doing what you're supposed to do as mm-hmm. a musician and then somebody else could just say something and it's like how does what they say debunk, debunk the impact exactly it's just somewhere because that's, in a mansion. that's just how the human mind is sometimes somewhere in Wisconsin <laughs> Kansas like um, I a pain has done so much my the, my only beef with pain was yeah, I feel like if I invited him to my party, he would outdance me. That's always been my beef for him. But that's something different. I had beef with him about something he said in that Good Here documentary. Um, he said something about oh, that like, was a bad era. Yeah, that was a bad era, but it wasn't just his fault. We we really gotta blame Chris Rock if we are gonna blame anybody. We gotta blame Raven some more. Yeah, that we gotta blame Chris nigga. Rock for letting that white man come up on there and out and not and like stay out stage people. We know damn well he wasn't doing over here better than black women. And I just was like, I don't know why he was the center of that documentary, but you know, I guess it was provocative for the time. <laughs> but yeah, T Pain made a comment about like rubbing your hands through like an afro and it's like getting a hangnail caught in a sweater and. I I remember, oh, I, I remember him saying it. I internalized that. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, everybody does it to everybody. Um for demanding Usher to apologize, which I think he should. Um yeah, I think he should apologize for call for triggering a depression and 
another black man. Like, come on. Yeah, that's corny. Like, that's crazy. And I you was not a hater. Like, just say you mad because Climax didn't do what it needed to do. <laughs> going nowhere fast. That shit really was going nowhere fast. <laughs> He thought that that song was probably going to be the When that one. song came out, I said, oh, no, honey. What's this? <laughs> I was singing it. Don't get me wrong. I was singing it, but when that I said, mm. Oh, my God. You know what song I actually did like, but it was from, like, kind of, like, I guess not the most popular Usher uh, moment. What? It was the song Trading Trade Spaces or Trading Places. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated that. song was shit. so freaky to me. I was in the yeah. 10th grade singing it. Um, I did a duet with one of our classmates. I don't know if you remember it. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, we were in social studies and we decided to sing that song to each other. <laughs> it was just wild because I actually kind of had like a crush on this particular person at the time. Please so let me know. I, you know who it is, Sabrina. Just think of just think on it. About 10th grade, I was really, really oh like, the one that oh <laughs> yeah, I know the one that's this your boy. <laughs> Yeah, the one that be doing that. You know I hate that shit. I know that was definitely a crush you did not approve of. Mm-mm. And you were right. No, you were correct. Um, but yeah, so shouts to T Pain for overcoming. Um, and shame on you, Usher. Shame on you. For <laughs> shame, shame on you, you, Usher Raymond. You shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have said that. Uh, hopefully both men have just moved things over. I mean, he referred to Usher as his friend, so I yeah, hope. I feel like they're not beefing. They both Libras. Libras don't like conversation. No, I th- and I also feel like Usher said it because he was mad and didn't think twice about it. He did. He said, "You fucked up music, man." First of all, if somebody with a pretty smile like that and a round head said that to me, I'd be like, well, "Shut <laughs> up!" I would be sadder because I'm like, "Damn, you nice as shit." <laughs> You look real sweet, and you just said something real mean. Like when real, pe- when real nice looking people, like if Michael Jackson ever says something mean to me, I think that would break me. <laughs> and this talks so bad. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the sunken place. God, I don't want to talk about these niggas. Like God, it was. It's like one of those situations sometimes with the sunken place. It's like the same people always end up there, and it's yeah. like you don't want to I talk mean, about them. Thank you giving us a <laughs> giving us time. You know, give you know even the things out for when we don't know what to put there because we really be liking to focus on positive stuff, things to move forward. So thank y'all for for giving us this opportunity. Yeah, to just go to dump on you. Just go snap out real quick. Yeah. So, um, the baby. Uh, let's just pull the plug on his entire career at this Please. point. Let's just. I'm so dis. I've never been so disappointed in the rise and I'm gonna say the fall of someone in my life. Like I do not predict that he's gonna have a bunch of longevity because this man is an idiot. He's he crazy. Is. I don't think he's he gonna idiot. be. Yeah, I think his time is up because also he's a one trick pony. Oh, the band, the bow, the band. <laughs> hey. I dripping it and I dip it and tip it and whip it. And then I comb it and open it and it. And I'm like, I'm the man. I'm pretty. And I'm the man. I got a blockhead. He's like, I look in the hood. I feel like King Tut. I just put it in the butt. Oh. Watch me. I'm the man, the whole. I'm the man, the bow. Yes. 
the music, the beat always like. Like somebody said, like a Scooby Doo villain, like mysterious mystery music for sure. Um, but yeah, that was the baby impression. And also, I'll never forget the time I, the way them white kids was. Oh my god, that's how we should have knew. I'm like, that, this is the type of people. Do. That's you. Like, this is the type of people that you attract. And we, first of all, shout out to his fans. That's the reason why we don't ever want to go back to Made in America. Yeah, shout out to them fans on life. Because on life, mama. When, picture this. Picture this is the most terrifying thing in the world. Picture this. You, 1987, Italy. All right, we're sitting there pretty, me, Sabria, Rel, Sean, pretty, waiting, patiently waiting for Megan Thee Stallion to come on. I have a skirt um, on. Yes, I have a head wrap. Like, things are definitely pretty over here. And then a bunch of fucking white teenagers and young kids, not even teenagers, probably like 19, 20, so, you know, just young adults, sitting here with fucking American flag, um... Everything American flag jerseys, American flag shorts, fighting and climbing up the trees, uh, getting excited for the baby. And I think then they start tr- trying to say that they wanted the baby while Megan and Stallion was on a week. Like, yep. mm-hmm. oh, I definitely oh, yeah. snap. I remember being like, oh, now that's what you're not going to fucking do. Cause when y'all think y'all know how to tussle, you don't need me to get, you don't need Big E to get riled up. That's all I got to say. But I'm just like, they, his fans were so violent, a true reflection of him. He's been violent. And there's been a lot that I've just been not saying anything about because I was so excited about him when he first came out. He was charismatic. I liked the music. And I'm just like, ah, like that's so, you know, that's fucked up that he is the way he is. But I just kind of chose to not say anything about it because, like, what you going to do, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then Megan Thee Stallion kept making music with him. So I was just like, ooh, that's weird as well. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Recently, (laughs) What are you going to say? Like, boom, there goes the dynamite. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm going to shut up. Um, but recently he collaborated with Tory Lane. So you supposed to be, first of all, a lot of time, a lot of the times women put men on. And I definitely think that was the case with him mm-hmm. and um, Megan, which is why, she, like, pe- people really was fucking with him for the way he was featured in her songs. And a lot of people like when they teamed up together to make music. Mm -hmm. Um, But he switched sides with when he decided to make a song with Tory Lanez. And then to make things worse, this idiot likes a tweet that said... uh, He retweeted it. He retweeted it that says, I guess the baby and Tory Lanez um, cool now because they both shot somebody and don't have to do no jail time. The tweet read... So, like, why... Sorry, I was just reading the article. But, like, why would you even think it was okay to say something like that? But then like, he gonna say... um, He he gonna, like, screen record his phone and saying, I don't know. He's like, I don't know how that happened. Like, ain't no way that I, like, posted that, like, or whatever. He was like, y'all... Like, he was trying to say that he didn't, like, retweet it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the fuck right. I, d- I doubt that. But and it's like, not even that. It's the, the fact why that Why you doing, doing it, period? Why are you doing it, period? And exactly. I just feel like a lot of people these days are so afraid to lose money that they stand for nothing. Exactly. Like, don't it's you, pathetic. They stand for absolutely nothing. And that, to me, as a person who where loyalty is the number one thing in life, 
It makes me queasy when I see people who don't stand on what they say and what they claim they stand on, don't have people back, especially somebody like Megan, where it's like, it's a clear right and a clear wrong. Exactly. It's not no sides. It's and a like, clear right, it's a clear wrong. But what can you say to some, a man who has hit hit a woman? And it's no, first of all, he already has, I'm not counting people money, whatever, but I'm pretty sure he's wealthy at this point. Yeah. I'm definitely a millionaire. I have a friend who is do modeling, um, who did not take a major campaign with a major fashion company because they had said something homophobic in the past. She Hello? stood by that. She needed that money. And if she would have took it, no, I feel like nobody really would have been mad at her because she needs money. Like she's somebody that's living paycheck to paycheck. And she said no to the campaign, knowing she needed that money. Exactly. And there are times where we will be down bad, but we're like, I don't care how bad I'm down, how, how bad I'm doing right now. I'm not applying to X company because I don't like that. I don't not applying. I'm not using this makeup because they may have my shade, but they don't have Lupita shade. Mm -hmm. I'm not used doing this because I may not be a trans woman, but I heard what you said about trans women. So mm -hmm. for people like us, I think loyalty is just like a very natural thing. And it's a, it's like a huge, like, wow, you're not Yeah, like, I think this is weird. Like, like, I think it's embarrassing when you're not loyal. Like, it's humiliating. It is embarrassing. Especially as a man, like, I'm sorry, I'm going to pull that card. Like, as a man, like, I feel like it's just very much, like, bitch behavior to me. Like, yes. you don't stand. Because my thing is, I, he didn't even say anything about the Megan and Tory Lane situation. I feel like. I he feel talked like around people, it. He talked Yeah, exactly. It. And I feel like people did not stand up for her like they should have. Nope. And they just keep, it's like business as usual. And she said, support me in private and publicly do something different. These industry men are very strange. This situation ain't no damn beef. And I really wish people would stop downplaying it like it's some internet shit for likes and retweets. Um, And then the baby respondent says, you don't, you don't, you don't let these people get the best of you, Doug. I don't got no bad energy for you. You know, like I know, I ain't no industry nigga. Let them fool you. You are though. You tripping. Stand on what you stand on without feeling like I'm against you. Stay focused, my G. Everything about that makes me want to rip everything he owns because it's Same. like, don't call somebody you no know, thug. Like that's automatically dismissive. Uh -huh. um, you know I ain't no industry nigga. You the definition of an industry nigga. This nigga never um, forget this nigga word diapers. They gonna say stay <laughs> focused, <laughs> my G. Like, don't show me love when I just fucking said what I said. And to I hate, don't. I hate when men talk to women like that. I hate it. So, yeah, like you said, focused, it's so love. dismissive. Stay focused, love. It's like, like I, somebody shot me, bro. Stop playing. It's very like. <laughs> I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like it's very gaslighty because it's like it's saying what you are what you're getting emotional about is not that deep. It's like, you know, be thug it out, thug it out. It's not that deep. Like, I don't like that at all. You just being emotional. You know, you just being mm -hmm. a messy woman. My stance hasn't changed at all. At, at, at all. Yours has. This is Megan now. Mm. We already spoke about this in private, and you specifically said that ain't no good business move. Why would I promote that shit? But now this ain't your beef. This ain't real, but you stay on your business, my G. And he says, you ain't tweeting nothing. I ain't tell that nigga directly. I told him the same shit. Whoever cleared it, cleared it. So what? Shit still ain't enough for my of my business for motherfuckers to be feeling some type of way about my pretty chocolate ass. Getting into it, don't feed my as a people. man. 
Yeah. Um. So it's like I guess he's trying to say like that the music was created before the beef and stuff happened, and it well, got. Ke- first of all, Kaylani had him taken off of a song, and also like, why why can't you publicly shame him then in this? Because he's a bitch. Why can't you do it? Enough, oh, it's not another, enough for my business. Another two f- niggas that's five four scared of each other. And it's what a world. Not, he says it's not enough of my business for for motherfuckers to be feeling some type of way. It is your business. Like you, have why aren't daughters. you in control? Why aren't exactly you got daughters? And you why got aren't black you daughters? And, and why aren't you in control of your career? Because you monkey, they shuck. You look and like a monkey too. They, they shuck and jive. Damn. <laughs> Thank you, Uncle Tom ass nigga. You look like fucking Sambo. <sighs> <laughs> um yeah but it's definitely giving shuck and jive uh and i don't know no 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 i don't care what nobody say he 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 keep getting into this situation with megan and specific spe- with megan specifically where his loyalty is being questioned and i'm just like no nah, you ain't shit i hope your whole career go down the toilet because don't nobody want to hear that about the hang the bar and also, uh, he always just in some drama. Every time he I is, around, he's a messy. Like, think of the messiest bitch you know. It's a man, ain't it? <laughs> it's just like, why do you always end up in stuff? Jay Z didn't been in the game for twenty for twenty years, and his rap sheet shorter than yours as far as like conflicts and stuff. Exactly. I, mean, like, I don't understand how some people like it could be like a Buster Rhymes. You know, they be in the industry for years. I don't know what the fuck Buster Rhymes doing. Buster Rhymes is rapping fast, getting swole. That's what he's doing. It'll be like these rappers where I'm not saying they don't have no tea or anything, but they, they'll be fine. They'll fly under the radar. Look at Jazzy Faye. Like he just don't (laughs) be getting into fights and stuff. Like look at E4. Like they just mind their business. And I'm like, it's just always a certain type of celebrity. Always Exactly. And look at it. These men that you said that's never, they are family men too. Mm Mm-hmm. Hello. They mind and he the thing is i don't know this man i don't know the baby whatever but i feel like he's too much worried about being like then the man the hug the bad hand the hole like so he like yes. now he like the family thing is just not cut off for him like nini said you are an old lady at your age exactly so that's that on that um just not even gonna spend a lot of time i just want to tell trick daddy to go to hell because (laughs) and he's going anyway he's there look at him he's already in purgatory beyonce can't sing and jay-z isn't the best rapper alive now the latter who you know that's up for debate but that first thing it's like first of all trick daddy you look like something that was scraped off the bottom of the damn oven you You look like them raisins you know them raisins that was singing with the glasses I mean, he yes. looked like somebody that survived waterboarding. He just looked like somebody who has survived <laughs> something really <laughs> traumatic. And I'm like, listen, I know tired, he got little health issues and stuff like that, but you me. knew you had t- health issues when you opened your mouth. Oh my Ain't god, no that health- was so mean what I said. I said he looked like he survived waterboarding. That's really yeah. Bad. I was like, you are on a roll today, but you know, again, oh well. we're gonna keep it short because there's nobody like who's looking at trick daddy for anything his name is trick daddy you know so it's just like you you have to take it but he, this is the, the first time he says something stupid out of his mouth so yeah directly to hell that's just that's all i'm gonna leave that there so let's take a moment um to get into some common senses all right 
shout out to Jarrell. Um, he sent us like a whole list of really great topics to talk about. Some that we're going to talk get into today. Some we're going to save for later. But definitely really, really thoughtful, great conversations. And that's why, you know, we, that's why we love you, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, let's just get into it. So this week we wanted to talk a little bit about like... Uh, some people's decisions to not have children because that is a big thing. Like when some women say that they don't want to have kids, women in particular, they are looked at like they're the worst, most coldest, most irresponsible, selfish person on earth. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, people just have a right to know themselves and to say, I don't want to do it. And there, there were, this isn't like a new concept. I know there were women in the 50s, 60s, 70s who simply did not want to be mothers. But it's sad because they probably had no choice. They they had, if you're no not a mother, choice. you're a witch. Yeah, they had no choice but to have a child. Like, So it just becomes this thing where even you have to un, unpack like... and. You have to unpack why you ask why certain women don't have children by a certain age. Like, mm-hmm. I know, like, if I meet somebody and they don't have kids, I do wonder why. And that's something that I'm, like, I am I guess I'm more a progressive enough to wonder why, but not to do it out loud. Like, yeah. I wonder why, then I correct myself and go, well, maybe she just don't want to have them, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe she just don't want to And it's have like, kids. even if you wonder why, and they tell you, you're not going to be like, Ugh, like, to their answer, you just be like, oh, like, you'll be satisfied with their answer. Like, oh, cool. That's yeah, why. Because no matter what you answer... It's, it's your truth. It's, it's your truth. And I just think that if you care about children, you're honest about things like that. Mm-hmm. Because not having children doesn't always equate to not loving children. Sometimes it's the exact opposite. Sometimes you can look around at the world, especially right now, how things are going. Just people are, it's just a bad joint in the world. So you can look at that and say, I don't want to bring any children into this world because I don't think that, you know, anyone should have to navigate through the through all this shit yeah because i know i was thinking about when um that man that just got an office when he was i mean not that this one is doing a stellar job but like before that when that man was president i'm like i can't imagine how some people feel that they had kids during this presidency because it's embarrassing like it's embarrassing that your kid is going to know who this man is and like you're it's embarrassing that your kid is born with the knowledge that a reality star you know was the president like that's embarrassing and not it's embarrassing having to explain it's trying to explain to like it's that shit is embarrassing um so i definitely understand like as the world as the world turns <laughs> why people are like you know i don't want a kid xyz and things like that because like i was like a few years ago i was going back and forth about it to be honest Oh, yeah. There are times where, like, I know for a fact I want to have kids, but then when I think about how much work it takes to being a good parent, mm-hmm. I'm just like, whoa, do I, know, do I know for sure that this is something I want to do? Because it's not an easy thing to be a good parent, and I think that's why so, there are a lot of people who aren't that great at it. Yeah, Because yeah. It, it requires, like, a lot of not just, like, knowing right from wrong yourself, but it requires a lot of, like, being able to 
to navigate and change just on the fly. That's not easy. Like exactly. you can, everybody assume that if they have a kid, that child won't be exactly who they want them to be. And mm-hmm. no, that's just not true. Your, your child could actually be a sociopath mm-hmm. and you have to ask yourself, am I prepared for whoever my child is going to be? If you can say yes, confidently, congratulations. But most of <laughs> us can't like, I know sure. I, sometimes I'm like, that's going to be hard. Like if my kid is creepy, like that's going to be challenging. Yeah, but exactly. I, at least I'm thinking about it. At least I'm thinking mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. So I guess we just wanted to get into like talking about those people who just don't want to have kids. Like, why do you think it's an issue when women say like, I don't want to have kids? Like, why do you think it's an issue? Because I feel like when women say that, first of all, mm-hmm. women standing up for ourselves, period, is um, a turn off to some people because it's considered masculine because women are again supposed to be submissive yes no like that's what we're supposed to say like yes no um how high like or whatever like we're supposed to be very submissive so and we only are supposed to think um you know even if you are a woman you're a lesbian you're supposed to um think about the male gaze and all that stuff like that and like you know some men think oh this woman gives me a child my legacy continues blah 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 so I feel like thinking like that is just very like taboo and again um like you were saying earlier it makes you seem like you're not gentle um and when you don't want to be a mother because it's like oh you're a woman like your sole purpose you're supposed to be a mom like do I don't you want to be a mom Oh, like, you know, you can't love a child? Like, that just sounds, like, so evil, so this, so that, and blah, blah, blah. So, so I feel like the world fears a woman that has her mind made up. Yeah, 100%. They fear a woman who has her mind made up. And I think that, like, the vibe is, like, cold. Like, mm-hmm. a woman who does not want to have a child is cold. Like, she's someone who doesn't look at a baby and get that, like, fuzzy feeling. Mm-hmm. I think people have, like, taken... A stereotypes and made them seem like their biology like mm-hmm. oh, all women like your uterus have to tangle a little bit when you see a baby and that is just such a broad stroke like does that happen to me yes but that's not okay to say that because I feel like this every single woman on earth has to feel this way otherwise she's going against her biology exactly because like, I just don't like agree even with that. Even um the fact that like I know you and I like as women we are very we lean towards being logical more, and like I know from like my experience like I was like talking to somebody and I was telling them like I don't like being like very emotional like if I'm talking to you obviously I'll be open and like tell all my crazy thoughts that I would never tell anybody but like when I am usually around men. Um, especially men that I'm dating, whatever, I will definitely have a poker face and I don't want to seem like very emotional or unhinged or unstable, whatever like that. And they said to me that like, I'm just going against my nature. And the thing is, am I going against my nature or am I just smart? Like, that's I just feel like, exactly. I don't know. Like, I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me. Cause the thing is, for instance, some things that hurt my feelings, it shouldn't hurt my feelings you know and i'm and i i'm logical enough to know that okay this hurt my feelings but it doesn't mean just because it hurt my feelings doesn't mean the other person was wrong is their boundary and i can't cross that even though their boundary like you know might have hurt my feelings you know i just feel like it's i feel better when i'm more sensible and i don't want to be like made out to be like crazy or whatever like that um and I feel like as I get older, I feel for women who get questioned about um, like, when you have a kid, blah, 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 because as somebody who is 
perpetually always single, I feel like I am made out to be bitter and to be like this and the third, just because like romance is not like number one, my, my number one priority and stuff like that. But it's like, I, um, when it comes to that, I feel like, um, I'm made to feel masculine in that way because my first um, priority to me, my baby is my career and um and yeah, what drives me and stuff like that is money and just like a man I'm sorry money and power so yeah. <laughs> I feel like when you say that as a woman you definitely give off bitch vibes like and Nikki it's crazy. Price said like when a woman says a boss she's a bitch you know exactly and that's why like it it sucks with the whole thing about like oh a woman's like baby can't be her career but it's like all right let's do the math out here you know especially as a black woman there are a lot of single moms out here and it's not simply because like oh black women are loosey-goosey it's just because the level of commitment based on public perception is low like it's no secret that black women are getting get married less Mm -hmm. than other women so it's like that's another reason why there are so many single moms because sometimes we be good enough to fuck but we not good enough to wife mm-hmm. um and for that i definitely uh encourage people to ne- don't be married no, i'm gonna stop right there because i was about to say something completely um questionable but what i what, what i'm saying to me no, yeah i will i will be saying this to you <laughs> I, i'm getting better though i'm like stopping myself Thank you. um but yeah, I feel like uh, people just assume that, you know, it's it's okay. You sh- you're supposed to just be the dumping grounds for when people want to have babies with you. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times people don't even want to commit. So you, a lot of us are given the choice of like, do I bring a child into this world and struggle potentially by myself? Because guys don't even want to like, you know, a lot of times respect black women enough to court us, mm-hmm. let alone like be the loving fa- the fathers that we need them to be. And I'm not saying all black men, obviously, just in my experience so far, mm-hmm. my experience is valid. And I'm like tired of people like saying, well, there's good men out here. I'm not arguing about that. I'm talking to you about my experience. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just very hard to get people to do the very basic things. And I'm supposed to believe and have full faith that if I had a child with one of these niggas, they would start their their brains would change from worms and we would they would be a good father so then yeah. you start thinking well what kind of selfish person would i be if i procreate with a person who been who been dumb like mm-hmm. what what does that mean so it puts you in a position to say well look i do have to take care of myself financially i do have to make my career the priority because if i do have a kid and if i do have to do this thing alone i need the resources to, to get the help i need like to be a single mom and to raise your child probably in a way that you want like it it takes a lot of energy and it's a lot of women doing it out there, but you can't blame others for saying, nah, I saw my mom do it and I don't want to do it. Nope. I saw my auntie do it and I'm not going to do it. I saw my grandma do it and I don't want to live a life that way. Sometimes it's not even about not wanting a kid versus just saying, if I can't have a child in a way that's stable, it's Mm -hmm. not happening. Exactly. And I feel like, especially like now me personally, I think with my head and not my heart, And I really like my heart. Definitely. I want a family and stuff like that, but I'm not just going to settle for anything. Yeah. You know, it won't be what you imagine. It's not going to be what, and if, and if the thing, obviously stuff isn't perfect, but if it's not close to what I imagine, my mental health will tank. 
Yeah. And that's another thing you have to come, you have to think about in consideration. It's not just, oh, baby, gifts, this is fun, blah, 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 my stink, blah, blah, blah. You got to <laughs> think about your mental health after that. You don't know. Like, I just found out that sometimes you can lose teeth after you um, have a baby. You can lose, you could just, it's so, it's so many things that can happen. It's more, it's like, I feel like people just focus on the excitement. And for the most part, the people that pressure you, into and be like be like turning those up like women that don't have children or don't want to have children are not going to be people to help you you know nope they're not um, going to be people to help you and i personally respect and i appreciate women who stand up for themselves and say that i do not want to have children because there are people who have children that don't want them mm-hmm. um yeah, that's a that's a rough job yeah, exactly. Um, you can see the like you could see some people that have like the regret in their eyes and like just people saying, like, you know, I wish that I could have did this. I don't want I don't want that to be my story. No, I and that am in control. The child. And that that definitely affects the child. I am in control of things like that can that can happen to me. That is something that I am in control of. And I'm gonna control it for as long as I can. I'm not just gonna have like a baby got somebody just because I think they're cute or we had a moment. This was fun or oh, whatever like jump. that. I deal. want it's a big deal and I want to know that this person has my back. I want something solid. You know? Like that means like something to me. Cause like you don't know. You can like I said, I always think about my health. There's something that can happen and i can't always like what the fuck do i look like calling iman even though she's my best friend or my mom she's uh like first of all but uh, my mom still works and you know my dad had both his knees done like she's taking care of her, her husband she's done raising children you know she raised hers she raised her child which is me and i just don't want <laughs> some clarification to, in case y'all was wondering um i just don't I don't want that to be my story. And I feel like some people, well, I don't want to say people, women. I feel like some women don't feel like they are in charge of their story, especially when it comes to family. I feel like some women just take what is given and work with what they have. And I, again, I don't want to do that. I don't, and there's no offense to anybody who does, but I know the type of person I am. And like, I am very fragile and I know that would break me, you know? Seriously, like I know seriously. some people be like, you could do it, pull yourself in a... No, my boots would be broken. I cannot pull the, like, my. I don't want to do that. No, and again, you have to know your limit. It's not a situation, in my opinion, that you pull yourself with the boots, by the bootstraps. Like, every what single child, thing that happens, your child cr- will inter- internalize it. Like, exactly. It's just not. I'm the same person that cried and screamed because my dog wouldn't go to the bathroom on a puppy pad when he was a puppy that's when I knew I said I'm not cut out like I know everybody has their frustration but I was such a wreck I was such a wreck and I'm like I can't yeah it's not it's not weak to say I don't want to have a child alone I want to have a strong family structure Mm -hmm. um strong support system and whatever that looks like for you too because like you're not even saying like oh I have to have a husband like you could just have a real loving partner that you feel committed it's whatever it feels like to you Mm -hmm. and I just want to say like okay yeah I do want to have kids but I'm not going to until I you know I'm gonna like you said I'm gonna fight it off as for as long as I can Mm -hmm. um unless I slip up (laughs) so no I'm 
I'm the birth control daddy. Yeah, Sabrina be on my ass about it too, and I'm and I'm I love that. Like I love that for us because when you have somebody so close to you that holds you accountable, it, it becomes like yeah, stay focused. Like don't become don't let the baby fever you know get to you. Stay focused. But for people who simply don't want to have a child ever, that's okay. Like it's fine. Like if you just be like, it's not for me. It ain't that deep. I just don't want no baby. That's fine. Um, but on the flip side, like, I feel like there are some people because they do not want to have children of their own. They act like children aren't children. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, now that's some, when it becomes a problem. When that's the only take, time I like are it. aggressive towards children or like acting like a children are such a pain. Yeah. Yeah, like impatient or they don't understand like why a child like there are some people I just don't like the way they talk to kids and I can't be around that because I'm like, no if you talk to a child like they're an adult, then there's something wrong with you as yeah. an adult. Like that's just how I feel. Like as an adult, you know, with damn near in most cases 20, 30 years more on earth than some of these kids. Like you should have had enough opportunities to practice your patience, to practice like, you know, how you talk to them, to just know developmentally their brain isn't on the same level as yours. So just take it, it like a lot of shit don't be that deep. Just calm down. Like what can a child really do that gets under your skin that much? And trust me, like I have little cousins that are bad. They push me, but I will never, I've never raised my voice at them. I've never put my hands on them and I never will. That's yeah. just how it is. And he, Thing that can't be handled with a, a timeout and it, it can't that's on me that's on me the messenger mm-hmm. for like you know not giving them you know the right instructions or whatever needs to happen but I feel like a lot of adults be wanting to treat the kid, kids like they grown-ups just because they don't necessarily like them it is 100% unnatural to say you don't fuck with a kid you don't like a kid like that's weird yeah that is weird to me like again you are a grown lady Act your age. Yeah, I don't like when adults don't act like an adults, especially when I see kids doing something irresponsible and it's a bunch of like adults around. Like I'm definitely that person where I see kids in the street and I'm like, hey, let me talk to you for just one second. <laughs> Please get your butt out the street because oh, yeah, like, you, you did that. hurt. Come down my blood. Yeah, I do it all the time. Anytime I see kids because it, it breaks my heart when I hear about them getting hit or people in this city drive crazy. So I'm like constantly pulling my window down and you'll be surprised how kids respond when you talk to them like human beings. No, like they, they're they never going to be on... Have you ever seen, and all the times I've done it, like a kid be like, fuck out of here, lady. No, because like, I again, I always tell the story. I was beefing with this little boy that was... um He was beefing with me, actually. Um, At the summer camp, I told him to get off... Like, like, y'all know when you was a kid, you used to sit on stack chairs. I told him to get off the stack chairs for his safety. Um, and he got smart with me. And I'm like, okay, that's okay. Like, I'm like, that's a given. Like, I am a new teacher. I'm coming in here and I'm telling him to stop doing something. We don't even know each other's names. And I'm telling him to stop doing something for his safety. So, of course, he's going to get smart with me. And then after that, um, we was cool. Like, we was cool. Exactly. We was really cool. And a huge part of that is asking a child their name before you, you know, like ch- challenge them. Because if you were doing something wrong and somebody said, hey, stop it versus, hey, how you doing? My name is so-and-so. It's in the other. Couldn't help but notice you were doing something. You had no business. Could you please stop that? Mm-hmm. But it's a different vibe versus like, hey, stop. It's like, I don't even know you. Like kids feel that same vibe. Like, I don't know who the fuck you are. Exactly. Don't raise your voice. Don't come and like me as an adult, I just was panicking because I'm like, oh my God, I don't want this kid to hurt And it was a learning moment because I think mm-hmm. I used to do that too. But like I've learned from being an educator 
don't build a relationship with students. Like if you see them in the elevator, say hello every day. So the first time you talk to them, it's not going to be, Hey, take your headphones off, take your hoodie off, take it this and the other, because now you a nuisance versus you that lady that speak to me every morning in the elevator. I know you care about me. You're not telling me something just to get under my skin. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's just because there's that relationship there. But again, if you can't get along with children, it usually is like an issue of your own. It versus is. the the kid, and that's probably why people probably bullied you as a kid because you was a fucking weirdo. Damn, Saru, you really you hitting them where it hurts this week. I don't know why I'm doing that. I'm it's sorry. because we said we crabby. That's why. Oh yeah. The funny thing is, I'm not even mad. I'm like relaxing, taking my hair out, thinking about what I'm eating after this. I'm okay. just being a bitch. <laughs> it happens, you know. But guys, yeah, that's that's it. That's our thoughts on this subject. Um, let us know what you think. Um, again, Gerald, thank you for the subject. Yeah. Um, we're gonna head on out of here this week, but we want to thank you all for listening. Um, make sure you hit us up on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch. Hit us up on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. You can email us at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com. Remember to hit us up if you or somebody you know has a business and would like to advertise. We always go above and beyond, especially for black women-owned businesses. So if you have a business and you like, I can't afford to air, message us anyway. Like, we'll see what we can do. Yeah. You know? Because we always do our thing to promote and share and uplift our sisters. Um, also, make sure you guys continue to subscribe on all the different podcasts. Make sure you leave us reviews. Tell people why you like Black Girl Brunch. You can follow me on Instagram at Imam Matei. You can follow me on Twitter at It's Matei and Sabria. You can follow me at Frankenfem underscore on Twitter and It's Frankenfem on Twitter. I mean, on Instagram. <laughs> Sorry. Also, if you are going to be at the Poppy Juice day party please saturday please say hello to us period we're gonna be here <laughs> yeah yeah so guys enjoy your week bye peace